Hello, it's Fiona Ward again from the People and Culture team here at Waterstones and welcome everyone to the fourth in, fourth in the series of Life on the Digital Homefront. Um, this podcast will be exploring the theme of work and how technology has helped or hindered our experience of work uh, during this time of pandemic. Now, we're joined this uh, this week by a new guest. I know all of you would be sad to hear that our friendly teenager won't be joining us, but instead I have Grumpy Husband. So Morning. hello. <laughs> hello, Grumpy Husband. Not always Grumpy. Not always Grumpy. Just so before we kind of launch into this podcast, it's probably fair to say that um, both of our employees are supportive of working from yep. home. Um, we have the tech and the technology to do so. And the um, space. And the, we'll, we'll come on to that okay. in a minute. But, um, you know, we're, we're kind of set up with, with all of the kit. Now, as I said in our introduction, this is about the lived experience. And I appreciate um, I've got friends and family who are working um, both in the emergency services, in the food industry and in manufacturing who have not been able to work from home, who do have to go into work, who have had a very different um, experience of the pandemic. So I, I think it's fair to say this is quite a, a privileged white collar experience um, that, we've, that we've had, yeah? Probably, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, there's no problem with that. I think I think it. we've not had some of the challenges that a lot of people will have had. Um, but it, that's not to say it hasn't been a challenge. It's, no. It's, it's just different challenges, but it's yeah. kind of first world problems, isn't it? It's not, <laughs> yeah. It's not as bad as it could be. So if, if as bad as it gets is, uh, you know, you... You start tripping over each other and yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Probably getting off topic. No, probably getting off topic. Right. Um so I'm I'm just thinking about what was it? Was it the twelfth of March? Was it Mid- Thursday? Middle of March ish. I thought it was Tuesday, Wednesday, I think. I think Wednesday. But anyhow, it doesn't really matter. No. It was <laughs> it does, it does. No, I think it was Wednesday because a friendly teenager was also sent home mm. um, and was told that you know she would have all her schooling from home. So yes, it was the Wednesday. So, and that was probably about four o'clock when, when the shout went up, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, it had been coming for weeks, hadn't it? Um, I know we'd sort of been watching the Italy was the the hotspot at the time, mm-hmm. um, sort of Milan area and the suburbs and the industrial areas, which which interested me because um, I'd actually been in a meeting with a guy who'd been to Milan the week before. Yeah, um, I was in India and he in the last seven days had been to to that area. Um, so yeah, it was it was very sat in a meeting watching, knowing this, and if he sniffled or coughed, he sort of <laughs> flinched a bit, and it was really awkward. And then you know, coming back through the airport was 
was awkward. Everybody looking at each other suspiciously as if, um, yeah, you know, as if you were going to pull a knife on them or something. And <laughs> people, some using masks, some. Um, I mean, I remember the the airport were really really strict. Um, they had the army there, preventing people going into the, which is not unusual in India, but it, um, it preventing people going into the terminal, um, sort of segregating people and mm-hmm. making sure that you were using hand gel. And it, it was good. It was well done, but um, very odd. Yeah. And then coming back when, so we'd sort of known it was coming. And at work, um, my company had, as I think every company had, were just following what the government guidelines were. And the government guidelines um, obviously came out that if you can work from home, you should. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, the job that I do is all based on a computer, and you have computers or meetings. Um, yeah. And the computer stuff you do anywhere, so that didn't matter with the laptop. Yeah. Um, and meetings, well, it was initially it was a bit of a blessing not to not to be burdened with them until we discovered that Teams. Was perfectly capable of doing meetings and yeah. And I mean, we'll, we'll come on yeah. to, to that because I, I just want to kind of jump in at, at that point where you know having to to kind of sort it all out. I mean, my my boss was on was on holiday for that two weeks and having to kind of step up and it it was all encompassing. I just remember waking up, listening to Radio Four, ready to kind of go in and on the hoof try and advise and support the business and then there was the the five o'clock briefing started and it was like right okay what's the impact for the business for that and and um and it 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 was just over i think i think within two weeks it became very quickly overwhelming in terms of how do we plan this and how do we work it and whatnot and then we went into the lockdown and in some ways, that kind of stopped that hot housing. I was really impressed how um, how quickly people adapted. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was very strange. And I th- going into it, the news reports were unclear, but sort of giving the impression that um, it could be for a few weeks and then... Oh, I expected it to be for two And weeks. I was thinking... Not likely. This is going to be yeah. six months, twelve months. It's going to be a long time. So the first thing I did on the way home from the office, I went. I'd, I'd looked um, to see what price screens were and where I'd got screens, and um, found that I could get a screen. Curry's in Durham had got three in stock, I think. So I just went and picked up a. A screen, I mean, fortunate. Wasn't that on the Thursday? Because no, it was on the way home from work. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I, I remember, I mean, we, we just... And you looked at me like, what the... I mean, I know I'm guilty of liking gadgets and... Uh, gadgets, uh, bargains hoarding. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I knew we had a screen, but if both of us yeah. were going to be working from home, working from a laptop seemed... You know, if it, if it was going to save squabbles over who's got the screen or but i think the squabbles were, were more about territory weren't they because well, uh, yeah because well, on the, on i couldn't the... do anything about the territory <laughs> for for a hundred quid i could get a screen that would you know it might go on ebay later on but 
it, it, it might solve some squabbles. There was because never a problem with territory. I no, had the office and it was fine. <laughs> yes, because on Thursday morning you got up and was like, I have calls to make and they're confidential. And then, you know, we say we have a study that makes us sound like we're living in a mansion. We're not. Well, we the study's like the small we bed, didn't the smallest have a study. bed. We, we had a room that had been the nursery. I think it's eight foot square. So it's compact. And when we bought the house, it had had a bed in it. And then ever since buying the house, it had um, it had never had a bed in since. I think it had a cot in. Yes. But um, it had it had been yeah compact, and we'd set it up as a, a study, and it had gradually just got plucked. Junk room. Everything then, got put in there. And then at Christmas we had family coming, and it was oh we need rooms, and which was. It was lovely yeah. to see them, but we needed room. Yeah. So fortunately, we stripped it and decorated it, and put a sofa bed in, um, and a and a desk. We yeah. got rid of a lot of the clutter. Yeah. And so it was the office come spare room again. Yeah. Um, but not expecting to ever need to use it. Yeah. So. so so kind of going back to that that Thursday, and you like, I have calls to make and whatnot, and I'm sitting there thinking, I am beep. HR or people and culture as you say in Waterston and it's like my job's confident and it was almost kind of like I offered I said you didn't I you, did but what you said was I'll set you up in the dining room I said where do you want to be because and I also when you started raising it as an issue I said okay well you can have a, you said I don't want that I want to be able to see the garden which you can do from the dining <laughs> oh, room no 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 that's different that that story is because um, where I work, uh, the, the, the study and the sitting room are a long room separated. And um, we our main media centre in terms of TV and music and whatnot is in the sitting room. And um, lovely, friendly teenager decided that um, she wanted to, to kind of play and speak with her, uh, with her friends. And to do that, um, we'd have to be in the sitting room because it's where all the stuff is and she wanted to play Minecraft. And you came in because she had given you a bit of in the ear. <laughs> you came in and like, oh, well, I, I think you'd be so much better in the kind of the kitchen and we can set you up on the kitchen table and you can look out to the garden. Where I am at the moment, I, I can look out to the garden. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I think the whole... Domestic, how how you set up that um, zoning's become really important. Yeah, but it's sort of settled down now. Well, I think it's settled down. I, I think the um, the chair that I've got is getting a bit uncomfortable, but that's probably because my bum's getting a bit <laughs> too big for it. You've got a swivel chair. I've got a normal dining know, chair. <laughs> um, but saying that, I mean, I know people who are literally sitting on their beds. Oh yeah. Well, I had a, a, an intern. Um, at work and uh, just a young sort of I think he's second year university um, and if I was doing calls and things with him it was clear that he was laid stroke popped up on his on his bed mm. with the laptop on his knees and um, and he was managing absolutely fine um, I mean I, I'd asked the team the team of about 15 um, and pretty much all of them were working from home 
all the time. Two of them supported production. Mm-hmm. So when production went back, um, they were occasionally in the office, which worked out okay. But um, all of them working from laptops or from... Um, some of them were design engineers, so remoted in mm-hmm. via Wi-Fi and mm-hmm. sort of VPNs. That was a bit of a pain. Um, because so, so in terms of Wi-Fi, I mean, that's quite a big technological tool there when you know broadband wi-fi yeah. connectivity i would say probably 90 percent of the time it's been great i've really been surprised at how well you can work from anywhere um, yeah you know the video calls work and we've all got used to putting funny backgrounds well i think we've got bored with putting funny backgrounds on teams and i mean we started off with the i don't know if you did the same where we told everyone you had to put your video on. Yeah, I hated and, um, that. Yeah, well... I hated it because um, my home is my home. It's my private space. And so having people who could look into my home, I felt really intrusive. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, everyone was doing it. So there was but almost that kind of peer pressure to... It's not... I don't think people were doing it to, for the window onto someone's home. Well, it isn't that easy truth, I agree. Um, but it's so much better. I mean, I'd put a telepresence system in at work a year before mm. so that I could work with the likes of India and America easier mm. and see people and have the conversation and you can sort of see the cultural context and you can see the body language and yeah. start to... You know, if you're in a teleconference, a telephone conference, talking to somebody and there's a period of silence, you can't tell whether, did they hear me? Are they, <laughs> <laughs> what, is the sign language going on at the other end? Or you can hear someone doing the washing up in the background. Right, you're, you're then thinking, are they washing up while they're yeah. having a meeting with me? Whereas if, you, if you're on a video conference, um, obviously you can see when they're gesticulating to each other and going, what the? <laughs> but no, so so I think having the video element, and especially as it, you know, in the as weeks went on, you know, just that seeing people's faces, surprising how much you needed it as a human. Um, yeah. And it was, um, I mean, I, I, I think from the Friday I set up a, a WhatsApp group. Um, work from home, don't panic. Um, and it was just to try and uh, it was specifically not work so it was sharing the, the I mean I don't get memes but sharing yeah. the funny pictures and videos and yeah. some of the sort of social media stuff but but intentionally not work so it was just uh, for the intention was for people's mental health yeah. to try and help people feel engaged yeah. because quite a few of the team were on their own and being sat in your room on your own, twenty-four yeah. hours a day, very lonely and, and mm-hmm. uh, quite a dangerous situation potentially. Um, and then I'd set up a, a daily call, so at nine in the morning we'd have a a call. I know you sort of popped your head in occasionally because <laughs> we might be talking about any old rubbish. It would be, or we'd be doing a quiz. My mum gave me a, that quiz book yeah. that she got free out of the paper and. Um, it was really good, or we'd do uh, quizzes. and. 
So it's when you, uh, the, the one I popped my head in, I remember it, it's, it's when I had heard, and, and bear in mind, I have had lots of years of coaching managers and how to communicate, and I heard of, well, if you don't want to do it and you don't like it, you can uh, you can go off and do elsewhere. At which point I was hoping the door go to go, what the hell are you saying? <laughs> and he kind of mouthed to me, it was like the quiz, and it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. No, but it, the intent of it was, yeah. um, again, it wasn't work. I mean, sometimes, you know, you'd get a dozen or twelve, a dozen or twelve, a, a dozen-ish people on the call. Mm. And um, it was kind of like a Quaker friend's meeting house, because <laughs> they intentionally wouldn't have an agenda. Yeah. It'd just be, well, if you want to say something, if you feel compelled to say something, yeah. then, uh, you know, speak. Yeah. And uh, um crap because I'd sit there for two minutes silent and then I just couldn't do it <laughs> I had to fill the silence. Oh. But, um, but people would say oh um have you have you got the bits for that test or uh, have you done that yeah. have, you, have you seen that email from someone oh right yeah and yeah. it'd just be like yeah. um you know you were around the coffee machine and people would bump into each other and go oh and uh, yeah have you done that yeah and that worked well people really appreciated it because I um we had a number of people were going to be leaving um, and as a result of a, a voluntary thing mm. and uh, I thought well I'm going to keep this going until at least they've gone and we kept it going after that um, and it always felt a bit laboured but when I if ever I suggested stopping it you know I thought people would just be dialing in to be polite yeah. Yeah. And if ever I suggested stopping it, people were like, no, 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 it's, we really it's like it. It's funny you're saying that because um, I w one of my regions is, is the Glasgow um, office and uh, this, the, um, the strategic head, regional leader up there did exactly the same, set up coffee mornings. Um, and I have found that really, really useful. I mean, I only kind of pop in every now and then, but one to kind of get to know my team mm -hmm. um, and that's not just on a professional but on a on a, on a kind of friendly basis um, as well that I can feel now I can go and talk to yeah. them which I think if we if I'd had to have kind of traveled up well that's the thing I mean it was more difficult and then he set up uh, the Friday quiz and we all take to ah I love it Absolutely, it is the highlight of my week where we, we kind of sit down, everyone takes a turn on, on the quiz. Um, it's very competitive, really funny, um, but it's just that kind of, oh, it's the end of the week, it's time to relax. And I think that has been invaluable. So I, ha I think his insight to do that was great. Yeah, I mean, I think that's been one of the challenges of working from home, is that you lose the sort of the distinction between when you're on and when you're off. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I drive 30 minutes to work and as you're driving to work, you're thinking about what you're going to do that day and then you're totally zoned on to work all day and then you get to the end of the day and you drive home and mm. you sort of wind down and get into family mode and then you're, yeah. you're not thinking about work. Whereas in the house, you're constantly switching between... Yeah family mode and work mode and family mode and work yeah. mode and, and it was exhausting um, I don't know about you well I know for a fact <laughs> working horrendous hours 
Yeah, I think it's e easy to fall, not fall into bad habits. I think it's because the day is all staring at a screen and yeah. it's all either video calls or emails or it it was very intense and the quick chats were w much more disruptive so in, instead of just a 10 second conversation at work you can mm -hmm. get you know somebody ims you really invasive because you can't ignore it well interestingly psychological study has shown that kind of text messages or messages like that, it takes you up to 25 minutes to get to back recover. It, yeah, to I recover. can believe it. And I think that was driving long days. And also, I mean, it didn't help that I changed jobs in the middle of it. No. So the job went from being a UK based job to, to a team that's spread across the world. Yeah. Um, so then you're getting messages at all hours of the day from all over the world. So. Mm. Um, so that has made it, I mean, a lot of the business is in America, so typically their day ends at about 10pm our time, mm -hmm. so the temptation to work from 7.30 in the morning to 10.30 at night. Which you've been doing. Yeah, I mean, it's not a temptation, but it's just when you're in it and things are, you know, emails yeah. are flying in, stopping, you know, it's kind of jumping off the train. Mm. midway between stations normally you'd have a eight till five or whatever the day is and it's bookended by you know <laughs> that's the stations at either end and you get yeah. on and off yeah but um but when there's you know when when it's 24 hours a day it's harder and i wonder with this pandemic and everyone going and working from from home or being pushed to work from home if you could and i appreciate there's an awful lot of people out there that couldn't. Um, I wonder if there was almost kind of like the Hawthorne experiment. Do you know about the Hawthorne experiments? I do, but go on. So that, that was an experiment that set up that was, you know, I was speaking to HR leaders around the region. They're all sitting there going, this is great. Productivity has gone through the roof and we're doing this and we're doing that. And, and because productivity has gone through the roof, we don't necessarily want to go back and I wonder if there was a piece there about people because of the pandemic being worried about their jobs and, and almost like is the company watching us have we are we having to work harder and longer because and the technology is there yeah. they can they can I've trace every kind of tap of the keys so, so I mean to speak. not to the same nowhere near the same extent um, but for the last few years I've been open to my team working from home occasionally. I mean, mm -hmm. it tends, I think at most it might be a week at a time. Um, but I don't know, one time a guy was traveling, he wanted to go to his wife's family in wherever, know, wherever they were. And uh, they wanted to have three weeks there, but we wouldn't normally allow three weeks holiday. So he said, mm. could I work for the middle week? Um, there's an office there, could I work from that, would that be mm. okay? And I, it took me a while to sort of think, am I okay with that? And then I reasoned, well, I suppose I'm okay, as long as he's working, because if he doesn't work, well, that's a different, yeah. different problem. And it was, it was absolutely fine. Um, but the, I think the kind of Hawthorne effect that you talk about, I think people generally know that if you go to, if you're working, 
you're working. Um, and people, in my experience, tend to do a better job if you leave them just to get on with it. Give them clear yeah. goals and let them get on and do, do it. There'll be some people, and I think it's a minority, who swing it and who are, <laughs> who are minded to just slack off. And But I think you get found out much easier. It's like the people that that don't revise for an exam or they don't do the work all year and then it comes to the crunch time it's like, oh crap. I've but there are people who can pull that well, off. There are people who can pull it off. But, <laughs> so there's no good example. I've not had, in, in three months, I've not had a single point at which I've thought my team weren't working. On the contrary, I've had to tell them to work less at times right. and remind them to take breaks and, you know. But um, I think if this were the new normal, if this were it... Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, I think you would see a massive dip. Um, I think I think people are putting in an extraordinary effort, but I know I'm finding it exhausting. Yeah. And I've started trying to take a day off every couple of weeks just to recover. Yeah. Um, and sort of recharge and uh, not held by the fact that you don't know if you're going to get a holiday. Yeah. Which is rubbish. I mean, that's normally you can look forward to that all year and yes. oh, gosh, you know yes. just have a week somewhere and and relax and but not knowing if you can do that is. Is, is not great. And, um, you know, and, and I've talked about this research that was done um, previously about the different stages of a pandemic mm -hmm. where you go from the heroic, um, which was probably the first few weeks of when we went into lockdown and everyone's putting this enormous amount of effort into to making things work and going the extra mile and whatnot. And then the honeymoon period... Um, and then we're now coming into this kind of period of disillusionment where it's people are finding it harder. I, I find it interesting that I'm on webinars again with kind of wider HR community and they're like, my in, you know, I, I think I'm getting through stuff. And you, you can see they're kind of getting to the stage of I'm knackered, absolutely knackered. I found you have to you have to be more disciplined personally mm -hmm. to recognise that you can only do so much and that there's a limit to what you can do and you just have to prioritise mm -hmm. what needs done and what doesn't and, yeah. and you know my boss now is in the States and um, you know I don't have as many conversations as I should with him to say actually <laughs> hold it back <laughs> <laughs> because so, uh, trying to say, well, do you want me to focus on this or this? Yeah. Because I can't do both. Um, and I, I am sort of fighting the temptation to just put the extra 10 or 15 hours in that week yeah. and, and, and turn it around. Um, and for the last couple of months, I've probably been doing that. New boss, new job, trying to impress. But yeah. But now it's like, hang on, no, no, let's let's get back to more like a normal day and have a normal life and and make sure that you've, you've got the time. Because the irony is, you can do that, and I mean, I've I've been guilty of it myself. Where mm -hmm. <laughs> I know <laughs> where there's been big projects, and I've, I've worked without a break, working Saturdays and Sundays. I mean, particularly when I've done kind of 
big restructuring and change management programs. Um, and people, I mean, I think a lot of people will do that occasionally. And I've found that you can, you know, people can put extra effort in for a couple of weeks and be productive. But when it goes beyond a couple of weeks, yeah. you know, and whether it's overtime or whether it's, um, you know, voluntary uh, effort, um, you know, you, you're productive for a couple of weeks. But beyond that, it just becomes counterproductive and you're yeah. less productive than you would be if yeah. you're just doing normal hours. So yes. And you're telling everybody, oh, I'm working my guts off here. And it's, it doesn't Oh, you, you get to help. a stage where you come down and you look at you're your desk totally and go, zombie. You just, I can't do yeah. this. And then you have a work list that spans pages, and, <laughs> and you just and at that point you just have to reset, hit a reset, and um, yeah. So yeah, so th so there it, it is, and I, I know we're kind of going off topic mm. in terms of we, we've talked more about the the psychological we talk about technology. I we do. We need to talk about technology. We've got to get back. To <laughs> Let's try. Um, but I think it, it is important. That's such a big message at this point that looking after yourself looking after your mental well-being mm. um and your physical well-being. i think recognizing the signs yeah of of your mental health starting to suffer is really important i mean i've uh, i notice that in myself um, when my mental health starts getting a bit it just gets jaded and tired and you start feeling less energetic and yeah you know you Instead of having two glasses of wine, you have three, or you, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. But um, you know, you, you just it does affect you, and you start getting out of your normal routines, and you, you know, it's really important to keep um, or to push yourself to go and go for a walk, or mm. you know, take a break, or even just if you've got a garden, sit in the garden, or go and sit in a field, you know, and, and yeah. just just be somewhere else. And give your brain the time to freewheel and, and think. I mean, that's a, that's a really good comment. We we did some work. The PNC team um, celebrated Mental Health Week. Yeah. And I know we, this year it was all about kindness, but we took the decision to look at resilience. And um, I, I think it was Tuesday. Um, it was all about. We 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 ran the campaign on teams, and I'll come on to that in a minute. Um, but we focus on Tuesday about getting a routine about, you know, starting your day with a with a walk around the block mm -hmm. and ending your day with a walk around the block about giving giving yourself a commute, uh, and about taking breaks. I'm going to have to hold my hand up. I put all this wonderful advice, which we go and do hypocrite. loads of, and I'm a hypocrite, I'm an absolute hypocrite, and I I, I think. Oh gosh, I'm going to have to make a commitment now here that I need to kind of take my own advice. You do, <laughs> but it's not—it's not just to stop you being a hypocrite. It's—it's it's more because it's really important. Yeah. And um, I mean, last weekend I went mm. went for a walk and got lost <laughs> in some woods. I took a path that I hadn't been down before and ended up in that some woods. That sounds dodgy. I know, no, it wasn't meant to be. Um, but yeah, uh, and I was about a hundred meters from where I'd been, where I know very well, mm. and it was totally alien. But it was lovely just being in the middle of some woods, nobody, nobody around, not mm. nothing, and um, just really tranquil and relaxing. And, mm. Okay. Um, 
So kind of winding it back to what was supposed to be <laughs> technology. <laughs> technology. Um, so what's going well? I think, um, I think overall working from home has been brilliant for many things. I think businesses will benefit long term from from the tools and techniques and the the mind shift and and the, and the money saved. <laughs> well, yes, probably. Um, but things like Zoom or Teams or I don't know, Blue Jeans or whatever whatever video conferencing app you use. Um, I mean, I've I'm I've been on meetings with two or three people. I've been on meetings with two or three hundred, um, and obviously it has its limitations, and it has its challenges. But fundamentally, you can. I've had meetings. Um, very effective meetings. You know, my new boss is in the states. I've never met the guy face to face, but I've seen him pretty much every day for the last two months. Yeah. And um, you know, albeit I've seen a wall in his house um, with him sat in front of it, but Tell I've seen him. Does, does he do the bookcase? Because everyone has to he do doesn't. the bookcase. No. Okay. He uh, <laughs> he doesn't have a bookcase. <laughs> Interestingly, he has crossed swords behind him, which is a very powerful motif, um, which I think is intentional. Uh, it's funny because you do get people that carefully position things behind them. Oh and, God, yeah. And, and yeah, I remember there was a friend of mine used to. Um, he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, what you need is a whiteboard behind you, and you need a to-do list, but you need some things crossed out. He says, you don't have to have done them. You just have to have put some big, you know." Solve world hunger, cross <laughs> and, um, and then have your degree certificates on the wall behind you to sort of discuss it. Oh, people like that, you know, and they should just, you know, make it. <laughs> which I think I've got your sewing box and um, some of his artwork from when she was a, yeah, a twiddler. <laughs> but yes, it's. Um, so I think Teams and the video conferencing has been has been really uh, really really positive and really powerful. Um, where it struggles, I think the meetings, the meeting etiquette. It's very hard on a teleconference to know when to come in. Yeah. And if there's if there's a lot of people on the call, and this might just be a British thing, but you can be sat there waiting for your cue to. Uh, 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 yeah, you can yeah, put your hand up. Yeah, hand you, up can, sign you can put your hand up. <laughs> it's like, please, sir, can I speak? And that works better. But I find that awkward. You know, people are in full flow trying to interrupt them is, is harder. Mm -hmm. And then obviously you get the little red triangle in the bottom corner that says the network's rubbish. And, uh, and now, it's infuriating. We're supposed to be in an area of, of good broadband. Yeah. And I, I again do think this is kind of haves and haves nots will facilitate because if you've got good broadband life is so much easier I think we're, we're sort of in the middle ground aren't we where it's supposedly I think the um, branding is super fast broadband whatever Sky's thing is super fast broadband Yeah. Uh, and I know sometimes it, it could be anything but I think that's supposed to be guaranteed 13 megabytes a second and there's times I've checked it when it's been 30 and it's more like 7 megabytes a second. Yeah. And it's hopeless. And if somebody's watching Netflix and somebody's on a video call and somebody else is trying to do a phone call, 
Yes. Because mm. <laughs> I've noticed that when I'm trying to work, and it, it's funny, as soon as a friendly teenager gets up um, and they're on their devices, and I know you're doing a video call mm. upstairs, and then I try and go, and it's just like, thanks, guys. <laughs> well, it's, it's twofold, because partly it might be our internet that's, that sort of flakes out. But then um, sometimes at work I have to VPN into work. Okay, so what do you do? Virtual private network. Oh, okay. so, so the company have a, we use Cisco, I believe, but you, it means that you can create a private network so you can access files and things mm. that are on the company servers, but you wouldn't want it normally across just over the internet. So yeah. it, um, that is okay, but because everybody at work is VPNing in to the servers, mm. Um, or remote desktoping or whatever they're doing um, the company servers end up flaking out so your internet can be fine but the VPN will just freeze or things will be so so slow or it'll you know you'll try and open an application or a file and it'll just sit there spinning for a minute and then oh, no can't do that yeah yeah, yeah. I've, I've noticed and uh, you know at this time and and some of it is actually a really good excuse when people are like, can you video call? I'm oh, sorry, my, my internet can't take but it. But it's, it's really frustrating because it, it's, I, I don't know whose rule it is, um, but it's always at the point that you've got something that's really important that you need yeah. to do. It's not like when Sods you're not busy. Sods though. It's not when you're, or Murphy's law, or whoever <laughs> you are, whichever country you're in. It's not when you're just trying to do something and it doesn't really matter. It's mm. when you you're critical. hosting a call or yeah. you're d no so yeah. that's been frustrating but I know I went in the office on Friday and there were about probably 10 people in the office mm -hmm. and the office would normally have a, a hundred or more yeah. per office and uh, I can't think that we'll continue to have that office um, long term I think we might have either a smaller office or consolidate yeah. You just have hot desks and I mean you you We hot do desks, hot and you see that I find that quite funny because um there's a number of companies I've worked for that they've had that hot desking um opportunity. Um, and it's like you can work anywhere, <laughs> anytime, anyhow, as long as you support your, your clients, yeah. which is absolutely right. And I think this is human nature. I can go, you know, I, I used you to go got in. The same desk, don't you? Everyone. I, I mean, there might not necessarily be at the same desk, but that would be that team's space. You'd have your mug on the desk. And that your... would be that oh, team's space. Oh, did I need my family pictures on this <laughs> desk? Sorry. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I know kind of my first week and kind of going sitting with different areas and whatnot. You freaked everybody out. You know, I. I I felt I had to, and that's probably because that's John's seat. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I once went. To, there was a, years ago. I was going for interviews, and uh, I went to a, an interview in uh, Neath, or I was staying in Neath, interviewing BPs. And I walked into the pub in Neath. I was all of about eighteen and a half, but I went in to try and get some food. Yeah. And uh, ordered a pint at the bar, and somebody looked at me, and it was like. Are you sick, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same when yeah. when you do your. Hi, I'm new. <laughs> That's 
that's not your seat. <laughs> well, was it? It wasn't that obvious. It was. Uh, I looked. <laughs> I'd gone to this particular area, <laughs> and there was no seats left. And this person had come in, obviously within this team. And was like, hmm. There's no desk left, <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm probably in his face, and I'm like, I'll move, it'll be fine. He's like, no, no, and he went, and, you know, he went, and, but he, he's well, kind of... I think, <laughs> I, I, I mean, we've got, I don't, don't think it's any surprise. I'm sure we've got a big recession coming. Yeah. And uh, things are going to get challenging. And I would, I think, companies will take the opportunity, will have recognised. Yeah. And not, I mean, we're in the northeast. I don't know what office spaces appear to be. It's not free. Yeah. But um, you know, companies in London must be must well, be looking at their office spaces where it's, you know, thousands, tens of thousands a year up to, or thousands a year per employee, well, per I, desk, and most of them are sat empty. Yeah. I mean, I I worked for a very very large mm. global corporation, and at one point we were all based in London. And the rent, and they looked at it and said, right, for, for me to sit at this desk per annum was tens of thousands of pounds. And they, they moved out of that area. And that was my first experience of hot desking. We all had this little trolley that you could put your stuff in and you moved your trolley to the trolley bank at the end of the day. Um, and that was all right. It, it was fine because yeah. we had our little trolley for our little space. Well, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what comes because I think... I mean, when I did go in the office, it was nice having the personal interaction yes. with somebody. So I don't think working from home or working remotely is the best. It's not the best yeah. for your mental health. And I don't think it's the best for business either. But There's I, lots of conversations that kind of spark, yeah. which you wouldn't naturally... I mean, we've, we've used Teams, and um, I must admit, I love Teams. I think it's great. I think, I think now it's that I've got to, got to use much better than Skype for business. Yeah, I think the application, I mean, trying to open files and things in Teams has its challenges. And oh, I've not got that far. <laughs> oh, well, our file system is SharePoint and OneDrive. Oh, we've got SharePoint, yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're all linked. They're all on the same Oh, platform. okay. So SharePoint is everything. Uh -huh. And then Teams is a section of SharePoint, uh -huh. which is a team created, so it's private yeah. to that team. And then OneDrive is private to just you, so it's, yeah. it's like a team of one. Yeah. Um, so I feel I should know all of this because of working But to be fair, I'd only I don't I liked your SharePoint site you did. It was really good. Oh, my health and well-being yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need a new SharePoint site, and I feel like Ashamed, it won't look as I can help you with that, you know, right. as a as yeah. a business consultant. Very good. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean I'm I'm loving teams. I love the fact I can do all my project planning and sharing and, and whatnot. So so in terms of the tools, they're fabulous. But in terms of the You hate it working from home. Yeah. I tell you do you remember we watched that um home in time for the weekend? Yeah. And it went back to the eighties. Yeah. And there was the woman with the pager. And yeah. and and she she talked about that was the the start of the intrusion. Um uh start of the intrusion of, of work. <laughs> we <laughs> we yeah, start of the intrusion of work into home. 
And I remember watching that and thinking, oh my God, yes. Um, because you know, my, my first proper um, job was, um, my first proper job um, as a HR manager, I had a, a mobile phone. I thought I was so important because yeah. I had that mobile phone. And gosh, everyone could contact me. And I remember being on holiday and taking a call. And it's like, oh, the fact she's going to stop unless I take this call kind of thing, yeah. which is absolute baloney. Yeah. And yeah, that was technology starting to, to kind I think of blend the... I feel that there's a, a happy medium between... Yeah. I mean, it seems daft now, the concept of everybody doing nine to five in an office. Yeah. And it also seems unreasonable to think that everybody's going to work from home happily because it just doesn't work. You know, people have yeah. home lives. You have I get families sick of commitments or pets. You know, I mean, how many times are you going to call and the postman comes and the dog's in the oh, background? Oh, I love having a chat with our postman, but I am sick of the sight of just two faces day yeah. in day. So I think that there's a blend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well... We've Sorry, we've rattled on for We have rattled on. Have we done on. what you wanted? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's probably um, a good place to kind of wrap up now. Uh, I, I know that we've had a really um, interesting... And I've, I've waffled on. You've waffled on. Um, and I wasn't too grumpy. <laughs> you weren't too grumpy. Um, but, you know, we, and I, I think we've talked an awful lot about the, the psychological aspects of working um, from home. Um I think technology certainly from what we I was touched thinking, on that briefly. we have touched on that but I think it has on the whole been uh, the technology has certainly enabled and made it an easy experience bearing in mind we are both white collar workers and bearing in mind there will be other people who will have very different yeah. experiences I think I mean we're both both office workers I think if it you can I can't imagine what it would be like if you lived in a flat on your own yeah. and you worked, you know, a manual job and you were told with no sense of when you were going to go back to work, mm. go, you know, go on furlough and, mm. you know, you might have just been making ends meet beforehand and then to be 20% down and not yeah. seeing anybody and, you know, it, I think that would be horrific. Yeah. Um, and really incredibly hard on people's health um, mm -hmm. physical and mental so I think we've had it pretty when we've had it's pretty ha easy yeah it has its challenges it's not to say yeah. that it's easy but but any grumbles we've got are um, okay. insignificant really compared yeah. to how it could be so I, th I think uh, I mean I know we we individually um, I I think I was fine working from home until about a week ago and then it just got to me and just the whole not the working from home but the whole lockdown thing just got a bit tedious yeah i think you found it difficult so i had strongly off i fell off my perch probably about a month ago yeah i mean some i think but i mean just just from the point of view that you're much more social than i am i'm a bit yeah. of a well, I mean, my whole job is yeah. being around people and, and kind of supporting the, you know, how we look after our people in terms of a, a business. And to do that behind the screen is bloody awful. Yeah, I'm an engineer. <laughs> Give me Excel. And <laughs> You're happy with your little spreadsheet. And a pencil and some paper, I'm fine. Do you lick your pencil before you start? 
<laughs> so, right. Okay, so thank you ever so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. Um, and uh, as always, take care, look after yourselves, um, and speak to you soon. Take care now. Thank Bye. You.